Hey, Future Fish. Welcome to I Only Podcast 3, the world's, well, first free Ivatobi Swim Club uh, rewatch podcast. Um, as you know, we finished our first season together, so the first 12 episodes of free. And today we are going to do a little recap episode to talk about, well, things we haven't talked about in between. And uh, if you don't want to uh, listen to our 12 other episodes uh, to give you a short overview of, over the first season, but I would recommend you watch and listen to uh, the first 12 episodes because it's really good and was fun. And um, yeah, we would like you to listen to all of our episodes. And yes. yeah, today we're here with uh, Anne and Yvette also. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> And as always, I'm <laughs> as always, I'm I'm Francisca. And yeah, what we would like to do to start first with is a short recap. Um, so what we prepared before was um, we all did uh, summary sentences for every episode, and uh, we try to put them together today. <laughs> and um, to see who will start with episode one, I would just to suggest we. Um, every one of us uh, chooses a number between one and ten, and to see who starts. And I will get a generator who gives us a number between one and ten, and the one who's the closest to this number will start. The this one who's second closest to the number will be the second, and then the other one will be the third, and then we just go around. For so the first one also does episode four, and so on. I will see what I can get here. Randomorg.com. Can we do this? Yeah. So, what's your number, and Choose a number between one, one and ten. <laughs> um, two. Two. Okay, Yvette, what would you choose? Six. <laughs> Six. Okay, then I'll take number eight, and I'll generate a number, and let's see what we can get. It's three. So, and we'll start. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to Yvette and then I will do the episode three and well, so on. So, Anne, what's your your short sentence for uh, episode one? And then we just go go on, everyone. <laughs> yeah, um, they are more like um, not only recap, but um, I found about a different title for the episode, which also oh cool yeah, so something like that in a way. <laughs> So, um, episode one, I, um, so, <clears throat> episode one, the boy who lost water resumes, ordinary can wait, there's a rival waiting for, for me, <laughs> or how to get a dolphin back to being competitive. Cool. So, Yvette? Yvette? So, episode two, I wrote, I don't know, these are so lame, but anyway, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything cutesy or clever, but I said, um, why is Rin such a jerk? But ah, uh, oh, really? but ah, uh, they're working so hard to get to the swim club started. And Kyo Annie, I see you using the foreshadowing. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so uh, my episode three is uh, finding another new member, <laughs> since uh, they found Ko, and Ko isn't enough, so they have to get Ray. And well, Ray um, can't swim, but okay, that's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I go with episode four. If I pin you against the fence, you better agree to swim for me because I need to move on. In other news, Ray figures out how to swim, 
and Tim and Tao take a step forward to become free. Nice. So number five, I have, we have the training camp from hell and people almost getting killed. WTF? <laughs> yeah, episode six, the club nearly drowns in a thunderstorm, but they make it to a lonely island and spend the night there playing truth or dare in an old lighthouse. Episode seven. How does season become suddenly dark and sad with Rin's nightmare sequence and how losing his race at the end? For number eight, I have wonderful to see how the team comes together for the relay. So many feels in this episode, a must watch. Episode nine, they win the relay and celebrate at the local Squid Festival where Nagisa and Detective Ray desperately try to avoid Haruka meeting Rin. Episode 10, the annoying new kid who can't shut up to swim a rally with Hao, or what really happened in the past as taught from Hao's point of view. Number 11, this, re this episode pins Rin Chan-san versus Gutsy Ray. I'm very proud, very proud of Ray um, for standing up for himself and clearing things up with the new friends and the new team. Episode 12, last tournament with a beautiful relay race. So listeners, this was free. No, <laughs> any questions left? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they have to listen to our previous podcasts. <laughs> yeah, see, so, so see you next summer. See you next water time. We're finished here. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, of course, of course so not. <laughs> yeah, we had we had a lot of ideas before uh, doing this this episode. Um, so, um, yeah, what, what do we want to do next? I think we had well, we had a lot of things. We had um, characters and the development, music. Um, then um yeah ships and pairings and fan fictions and um since i'm not sure when i have to go because phd baby is in the background somewhere um i would like to do the ships pairing thing first <laughs> because we, we 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 really i mean we talked a little bit about ships uh, mm -hmm. Especially with B, who's not here today, unfortunately, but because I wanted, oh. well, I, I would have loved to do this with her because I think we have no one to support Makoharu here today. I mean, or maybe you can see it. I don't know, but yeah, I don't ship it, but I see it. So okay, yes, right. same here. We're same here. Okay, then then let's let's already let's start with this one. So I want, I think we have. In, if you take a look at the first season and also at the at the other seasons, um, we have two main ships, more or less. Mm -hmm. Everyone can see somehow and everyone can say, okay, there is something. So, yeah, it's Makuharu and Rinharu, um, mm -hmm. the rival ships, <laughs> more or less. I hate it that they are put against each other. It's so nerve-wracking uh, nerve times. How this fandom really uh, back in the day, I think it was more intense, but I wasn't there for it for so at that time. So, but I only hear stories about it, how big the fights can get between these two ships. It doesn't. Oh make my sense, gosh! Really. Yes. It doesn't um, really make uh -huh. sense. <laughs> to think about it. <laughs> I know. Why, why argue? I mean, it, yeah. it was. I saw it on um, on Tumblr, especially. Goal. Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> I'm like, come on. 
it's all personal opinion. You can't really argue against personal opinion, but yep. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so also, listeners, please, this yeah. is all. This is yeah. not ship wars. No, none of us no, here is there to say all. there's the true ship or something. No, that's yeah. That, I guess that's the point I'm trying to make. Is like everybody's going to see it their own way. I think depending on what your view is of of relationships and 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 love and and all of that, you know, it's going to be a really a very personal choice so it's really all about well yeah you know personal opinion personal choice so nobody's wrong and nobody's right but i think everybody agrees with ray and nagisa <laughs> <laughs> those two are just crazy together <laughs> wait for new movies there's another ship coming maybe <laughs> But I think every guy in this whole group is so shippable with each other. I don't know. You can even ship Nagisa with uh, with Haru or with Makoto mm -hmm. sometimes. I don't know. It's They are also shippable. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I think especially with Nagisa, I sometimes have my problems to ship him yeah. with anything but Ray. Okay, may maybe with Ice later, but then I'm like, but Nagisa, Nag I, I, I have really have problems to ship Nagisa with anybody. <laughs> Food. I mean, he's really invested with Ray as a discursive. He's a senpai and he brings him into the group and in the swim club, so he feels responsible. So they have a lot of interactions with each other in the first season. So, yeah, kinship mm -hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, especially if you've seen 50% off, so the, the abridged version of free, then you're like, okay, Nagisa. Yeah, Nagisa, I want I want to make this boy my bride. Uh. <laughs> you know, I was watch I was rewatching again, trying to come up with these summaries, trying to think of something clever. And I I always I there's this one the the one section when he's chasing Ray and Ray Ray you know how Ray runs to school he gets off. Um, yeah, and Nagisa the, sticks to the window, and he sticks to him and he watches him. And at one point, he actually tells him that he thinks he's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I didn't realize that, and I had forgotten about the fact that he said Nagisa tells him I was watching do you do your track and field practice, mm -hmm. and your you know your jump was beautiful, you know, and you know Ray of course gets all red and and you know <laughs> it's like oh okay well thank you you know, so I was like oh this is it <laughs> this seals it for me. <laughs> yeah, you're you're totally right. Yeah, so for me in the first season Nagisa and Ray that's. Well, not only in the first season, they're they're good together anytime. Mm -hmm. So and it, well, it's hard for me to get Nagisa well to ship him with Rin or something because, I, I mean, especially Nagisa and Rin, they don't have any interaction or not not that much interaction in in the season one. Right. Yeah, it's, it's children, okay, but then afterwards as teenagers, I think, not that much. And so yeah. Well, and of course, the other chips, well, we've talked about uh, Maku Haru. I think there's a lot of uh, moments for, of the, for them together. They're friends, they're childhood friends. No one can deny this. And uh, of course, uh, if you take a deeper look in it, into it, then yeah, it's chippable. Same with, with Haru and Rin. Um, they, the, the, it's, it's rival shipping. I mean, I come from I come from a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, fandom where every ship has some stupid name and rival shipping is one of them. <laughs> So this wow. is um, this is well, especially this kind kind of chip and yeah. Let's see. Okay, then the thing is also rare shipping or a little bit more rare shipping. Uh, Rin and Makoto. 
Yes. Yes, I see that too. Okay. And they, uh, they have this connection, especially as children. We see at some moments, but they they don't get so much screen time for this. Right. Mm -hmm. You see but, it. Uh, they um, each other. Sometimes mm -hmm. a, a more Makoto to Rin in this mm -hmm. first season, and later more. But um, in the first season, it's more Makoto reaching out to Rin and telling him some things, what uh, through a telephone message or at a relay uh, at a swim facility where he, Makoto tells Rin that uh, he he talked he talked Mako um, Haru something, and Rin gets really deep about it and thinks back to it, and so. There's something there, yeah, you can say. <laughs> you bet you someone wanted to say something? Um, yeah, no, definitely. I think, and you're right, you don't see it that much this first season, but as we as we continue, you know, with the other seasons and the OVAs, uh, and we, we get a lot of insight on those little OVAs and some of the, that extra, the so-called extra episode from season two, we're going to see more of that as well. But um, like they call each other, like they talk to each other. Yep. They do things together. Um, the fact that in the first season, Rin knew exactly what was wrong with Makoto's issue with the ocean and nobody else knew right away, you knew there was a connection there, a, a strong one as well, because why would he know something like that when the others didn't, um, except for Haru, of course. Um, so you see it, yeah, definitely. They have serious discussions um, about, well, we'll see, again, we'll see it more in the future. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> no, I think they are really connected through friendship. So no, not the mm -hmm. kind of, um, you don't have to talk, uh, I know what you're thinking, friendship that Makoto and Haru have, but um, yeah, a true friendship. Makoto calls Rin, I, I remember one scene where we all were like, okay, now Makoto's calling Haruka, but no, he's calling Rin. And um, that's that's really good. And also the thing with the the fear of the ocean, that's that's right. I was also thinking about that. But well, it's it's very silent in the background with those two. <laughs> yeah, the possibilities are there. <laughs> yeah. The connection and, is there. Yeah. <laughs> I think another sh ship that is there somehow is uh, Rin and Nitori. True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially Given from Nitori's way, side, we, we, yeah. we get a lot mm -hmm. of this. <laughs> Especially knowing how he feels about his senpai. So, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, just just some sp some spoilers for for season two. I mean, we we get uh, character songs for all of them, also for Nitori, and one is um, he's so perfect, and it's all of course about Rin. <laughs> yeah, so, he, he, he's a founding member of the Rin fan club in San Francisco, yeah. I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so funny. <laughs> and I, I I know we haven't talked about the uh, OVAs a lot, but you know, after season one, there are these short little snippets and OVAs that give you a little bit more insight about what's going on between the, all, you know, all these uh, characters. And there's that one, I don't know if you've seen the OVA with Rin and Nitori, Nitori mm -hmm. um, yep. where, you know, Nitori has issues keeping his side of the room clean. <laughs> <laughs> and how they interact together. That's, that's really cute. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, so other ships on the side. Okay, I, I ship Sayun, go. You, yeah, of course. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
interested in him, I think. She's yeah. not really really into him. Also, no, she isn't. <laughs> it's more one-sided. It's like Nitori and Rin, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. True. But it's cute. It's my, I mean, it's the only one says uh, something like uh, that he's really interested in another person. You don't see it in that. Yeah, I'm saying that she looks cute and so, and he even waves at her. It's just can see in some episodes or that. Yeah, it's it's nice, but one-sided, I think, more or less. Yeah, it Amazing is. Muscles. <laughs> you can ship go and muscles. Yeah, and Haru and water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think we can all that. agree on this. <laughs> <laughs> If Rao has a boyfriend, it's water. Yeah. I mean, it's like But in the first soulmate. season. The first season, you, you says uh, something like, uh, we accept each other, um, we uh, belong, and I feel so safe with him, and I can tell what what is, um, he makes me, makes me feel, um, what does he say? Um, I forget it. I think it's, it's ah, the first. Ah, he makes him himself. Yeah, he makes it believe in himself. If he is in the water, he makes him stronger. And yeah, if you call it, then I would say, how and water they belong to each other. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's the first few seconds of this ep yeah. of this whole season is like, yeah, the water's alive and stuff, and Haru talking about water. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, But, you know, he's he's got a whole philosophy about water. Oh, and the fact that the first time he fell in love was water. With a waterfall. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Poetic. <laughs> I mean, he said it, he said it himself. <laughs> I mean, we, we often joke about Rin being being romantic, but uh, Haru can be romantic too. I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes, when it comes to water, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about um, Amakata Sensei and Coach? <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adult, the only adult pairing here. Yeah, yes. I think. Uh, Yeah, I think he, he likes her somehow, but it's it's well, it's it's not this uh, romantic thing. It's more like right. um, yeah, okay. Um, as soon as he finds out, he's he's her fan. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, he's more like an adoring fan. <laughs> She's yeah. like, oh, don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He well, the possibilities it's, there. <laughs> it's not only don't talk about it. It's don't you dare talk about it. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, so lots of possibilities there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like like Anne said, well, you can ship well more or less every everyone with everyone. So the the possibilities are there. They all have their interactions, and yeah, mm -hmm. depending how much you want to, uh, well, want to see in it, then yeah, you can see something for for mm -hmm. every every combination you you might. Yeah, and I think you know what I think Kiyoani does it on purpose because. Of course. It's like, you know, yeah, <laughs> a lot of the promotional material and official art, they will give us these, you know, they just throw these things at us, you know, with these situations where you're like, oh, yeah, oh, look at those two. How cute, you know, and yeah. you just, yeah, they, they really <laughs> make it worse. <laughs> I mean, there are still artworks out there, put out there with the ships and I think it's, it's beautiful. But you know, mm -hmm. it's also something like yeah. But because it sells, they have to do this, and mm -hmm. maybe that's why we never get any canon bearing in the show. Right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, yeah I don't but, but think uh, they want to right. uh, make anybody angry. <laughs> no, but, but but what I was thinking about uh, when when I did the research on the on the music, um, mm -hmm. well, they somehow uh, gave us their favorite pairings by the duet series. So we we get music for uh, with duets for them, and it's yeah, you you get an idea what they were thinking about. Yes, so, you're you know you're right about that. I hadn't thought about the duets, but yeah. And, they they well they somehow have had to decide on which which ones to to do so we get uh, a Mako Haru one we get a Rin Haru one we get mm -hmm. a Rei Nagisa one and we get a Rin Rei one yes mm -hmm. <laughs> but we're gonna yeah that that's gonna be more the next yeah you could, season, yeah, yeah. I, we will just for 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 later it's it's mm -hmm. what what I was thinking well, okay like hmm why didn't they do the Rin Mako one I saw concept art for it but they never realized it. That's well. That's suspicious. <laughs> yeah, something we Ooh. we have to have to think about, and well, we yeah. we, we won't get answers for because Kiwani did what they did. <laughs> oh, and the Mooks too. You're familiar with the Mooks? Yeah, they did something similar. Um, but I don't agree also... on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me personally, I don't agree on them because they're yeah. not my chips. <laughs> 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 but I think they're for season two, right? Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, they came later. Yes, yes, because of the jobs they have in some of the MOOCs, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's reference to the ending. That's right. That's what, Yeah, that came after Eternal Summer, which is the second season. Yep. True. And I think after season two, we will have a lot more to ship and oh, see and sure. <laughs> and I discuss on this. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it will get worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, And then we get another season and final stroke and uh, then we have uh, like the perfect uh, harem everyone with everyone or something <laughs> like this. <laughs> they all get along. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's friendship what unites them. <laughs> Mostly friendship. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. So I think we we should close to this. And <laughs> um, what what I also wanted to talk about uh, was fan fictions um, because this well this somehow connects to the shippings. You know, we we all know if there's a ship, someone somewhere has to write fan fiction about it. And um, but me personally, I well I wrote fan fiction in my teenage years mostly. I don't have time to write fan fiction anymore. Otherwise, I would do so. And um, what I, I I just want to do one fan fiction um, well suggestion for our listeners, uh, but only if you like to read Mary Sue fan fiction. So what well, that was was I wrote also because well it's nice to have all those guys in there, especially in free. You only have guys and co, and shipping something not homosexual i'm i'm not well please don't under, don't 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 misunderstand me i really like uh, shown i and jojo i and everything but personally i like to re read and write mary sue fan pages in this case and um yeah i've got one um one thing i have to recommend for our listeners it's on ao3 and it's called a bystander's lover by kikiri kara and um, she wrote a very nice story, um, very close to the plot of the first season. So that's mainly why I recommend this fan fiction. And she's doing, yeah, she, she introduced a Mary Sue um, 
who has asthma and can't swim and um, um, well was born in Iwatobi and lived there for her first years but then moved to Tokyo and then came back for high school to Iwatobi and somehow has a connection to all the guys. And well, that's mainly the the whole thing in this. This is a perfect harem, situ uh, reverse harem situation, I would say. Um, but she, well, as long as it was, uh, I see, yeah, she has a lot of romantic things with all the guys. So each chapter, more or less, is one for one of the guys. And um, well, the the texts even say that she she would continue this for the next next seasons. But unfortunately, she ended the story after season one. Um, I would have loved to read to read more of this, um, but it still it has um, well 33 chapters, so a lot to read. <laughs> so if you want to uh, read the story, do so. I liked it really much, and I can only recommend it to our listeners. And of course, you find a lot of other beautiful fan fictions at Ao3. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, still ongoing. The ships oh, are yeah, never. I always... The ships are always sailing. <laughs> you can see. <laughs> yeah. I think, especially after Final Stroke, there will be a lot of new fanfiction there, but I don't know how many free fanfictions are there on uh, AO3, but it's a lot. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, for sure. But it's good to know. It's, it's nice that the fandom is still some kind of alive out there and still so engaged in it. It's nice to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how much this how much this whole franchise means to them. I mean, it's really cool. Yeah. If I had time, I would also write that. Uh, well, no, no time left. Time for this podcast is the only thing I I try to to get. <laughs> well, you know, I, I published my first a few months ago. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm still new in the business again. Writing fanfictions is not really my high, my stride yet, but maybe yeah. I have enough. I have enough time, I think. <laughs> I would not recommend anybody to read my old fanfictions. They are more than ten years old, and no, please don't read them. Please don't. <laughs> you have to They're all in German, so the mo most of our listeners won't even know what I'm writing about. <laughs> Oh, that's no problem. I can translate for them. Yeah, <laughs> you won't find them. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, we'll see. What's your handle again? Are you have Have you been on Animex? Then maybe you can find them somewhere, somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Let me write that down. How do you spell that? No. <laughs> Animex and Mary Sue. <laughs> yeah, and then you have to find uh, me. Francisca. <laughs> no. Maybe not. Not that, not as PhD mom, at least. <laughs> mm, so sad. Yeah. So that were the two topics I wanted to talk about. Then we can skip to whatever you would like to do. Oh, okay. That was good. Yeah, that's. <clears throat> Oh, here, uh, Anne suggested something. Well, I, I wouldn't want to be there for... Mm -hmm. for um, so the, the thing with favorite character um, and best friend, best comedian thing. So rewards for for our <laughs> our guys. <laughs> On girls, of course. Hmm. Okay. So what's, what, what do you have to start? What's your favorite character? I think it's the easiest one for everyone. 
Um, I think it's, it's written, of course, for me at least. Mm -hmm. I find it really interesting from the start, though, and I like uh, that he's so emotional, kind of like. I like if I can tell what's going on with the film and I can feel the film. Um, and his backstory was really tragic, and I found it really cool how he can, how he still pushes and moves on and tries to get better. And yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he was my favorite one. Maybe close to Howl then. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> you have to name more favorite. That's hard for me. That's really hard for me. But I, I would have to say Rin as well. Even though I, you know, it kind of went in stages. Like the first few yeah. episodes, I absolutely love Makoto. Um, just, I don't know, just his personality and, and just just to see what a good person he is i was like oh yeah he this is this is a friend i would love to have um and then as we get to know the others um i really can relate to haru for sure with with his being so he's definitely an introvert and somebody who who's in himself and in his head a lot um but after watching all you know everything that i've watched so far Rin has kind of edged ahead of everybody. I really admire that character very much, even though when he first started, I really, I just thought he was so mean and awful. <clears throat> but when you get to understand where he comes from and his history and his, but then I also get to see how driven and dedicated he is and how much he cares, not only about his friends, but his family. I, I really have to admire that. He's got a plan and he's, sticking to it and he's completely and totally dedicated so I, I admire that uh my favorite i think is, is makoto in the mm -hmm. first season um well i th i would have to say i well during the rewatch with you guys uh, rin also grow found to me but i think uh, i'm still with um, mama makoto um guiding the whole club and things so yeah makoto <laughs> the sweetheart and the um the nice guy in this case. I'm not the nice guy type normally, but this is, um, in this case, it's my question. <laughs> yeah, I go back and forth between the top, I guess those top three. And uh, don't get me wrong, I think Ray and Nagisa are adorable. Yes. Um, yeah, they are. We don't get that much um, screen time, I think. Right. Like we don't get to know them as well as, as the other three, you know. Mm. Um, so, I, you know, I honestly... It's hard to really pick a favorite. It really depends on how I feel and what I've just watched or what I've just read. <laughs> what you know, and it's always going to be between you know Makoto, Haru, or Rin. <laughs> and who doesn't love this this diva shark? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing him, he's seeing them as child. They are so cute and adorable. Oh. Yeah. Their child themselves are so cute. Fashionista of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh. know. Maybe I'm a Kata sensei. But you can you can you can really fight me on that. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna say Rin. Oh yeah. <laughs> but I will take that often with an other outfit. Mm, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean I will take Coach Sasabe. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> with the Savayan shirts and stuff. 
That's why I wanted to put in also bad bad taste, but no. Ah, okay. <laughs> okay, then that's okay. Then then I agree no, no. on Amakata Sensei. But also the the boys all wear have really nice clothing if they don't have to wear the the school uniform. <laughs> True. Yeah, and then you see Ray and Nagisa in their yukata. They look also really nice. And Go and she she's Hata. She's she. Oh, what's that? What was the name? Uh, sh uh, Shizuka Hana. Uh, I have. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no. Jishan. <laughs> so. <laughs> her friend. Also. Shigusa Hanamura. Shigusa Hanamura is her name. Ah, Shigusa. That was it. I like her hairdo. I really like yeah. Shigusa's hairdo. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, wait, you also suggested best comedian. Hmm. I don't know, but I found how really, really funny because of his dry humor and his deadpan look. I don't know. How do you feel about it? But um, for me, it's how. Yeah, you know, when you think about it, yeah. Um, again, I was rewatching some of the stuff for the to come up with the summaries, and the part when he actually, whenever he's like he like he gives a total burn to the teacher like the very first episode but he's like man we're being taught by a lady who you know who's teaching with plan b come on you know and then and then he talks to mako like get a clue mako i mean i was like like boy he's pretty harsh yeah, <laughs> yeah i think he doesn't want to be funny but he is <laughs> he is right exactly <laughs> I mean, it's what obsession is a comedian, comedy all along. I mean, the slapstick humor on this, I don't, I can't get tired of it. Watching him undress <laughs> for every body of body of water. Yeah, it comes to me. <laughs> mm -hmm, true. Yeah. Well, I, I personally would take Ray because uh, his personality is so has something comedic to it because he he's this logical guy overthinking everything and then he's also this guy who's just in love with beautiful things and that's so well it's it's, it's so i don't know how do, how do you call it <laughs> <Predictory>? <laughs> yeah it, it, somehow schizophrenic i don't know if this is the <laughs> right word but yeah there are two personalities living inside ray and those two combined are just so <laughs> hilarious sometimes that is true. It is true. He some of the things that he says have made me laugh out loud. <laughs> I mean, at first, first try swimming, and he just sunks to the bottom of the pool. <laughs> yeah, oh. kind of dramatic, but uh, it's also in the first time really funny. Ray the submarine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're now that I think about it, his search for the perfect swimsuit was hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was hilarious. And the way he wore that little Speedo with the penguin, oh my gosh, that cracked me up. But, yeah, <laughs> he was the fright. <laughs> and he, he was sure that this was the problem why he sank to the bottom of the pool. <laughs> of course, of course it is. Yeah. So best award for best friend of the universe goes to... Uh, it's a hard decision between I and Makoto, I think. Yeah. <laughs> PhD, you can go first this time. No, I would I would totally agree with this. Uh, it's it's really hard because I think 
Ja, well, Makoto ist best friend of the universe and I is best fangirl of the universe. Oh yeah. <laughs> Because I, I mean, I does everything and I sticks to Rin no matter what. I think this is more than friendship. This is somehow, yeah. Idolizing. <laughs> Addiction, moral. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so it's a hard, hard um, tie between Makoto and uh, I. Maybe we can we can uh, differ between Ibatobi and Samizuka. So, <laughs> but yeah, Makoto wins best friend. I think maybe I don't. Down. Yeah, in my opinion, yeah. so, definitely. Yes. I yeah. would go more for I this this regard, but yeah, Makoto I can see it too. Yeah, I see both. The only reason I give it to Makoto is because. You know, him and Haru have known each other longer. He has to put That's up really, a lot with Haru, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, but Makoto especially is, is not only to the best friend to Haru, but also to the rest of the team. Just just yes. thinking about, he has fear of going into the ocean, but he still sets up this whole camp thing. Although he has fear of going into the ocean. That's mm -hmm. the thing. I mean, why, why would you do this if not for friendship? Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, he's yeah. Like I said before, uh, he he's the one I would want as a as a best friend. He's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's so nice. He would be too nice for me, I think. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes to the point <laughs> of being self-sacrificing. <laughs> yeah, but he, he he also has has his dark side. Sometimes, sometimes he's a little bit man manipulative. That's just yeah, just yeah. sparks of it, but I ah sometimes I get goosebumps when when it comes to Makoto. like oh, don't mess with him. <laughs> yeah. I about the first episode where he's, yeah where he uh, said um how there's a pool which is much bigger. Yeah. <laughs> than your bathtub, bathtub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yes, and yeah. dark side too. Yeah, sometimes. He's definitely, you know, people they tend to write him off as not being very intelligent or very smart, but he's actually very, very smart. And and you see that in the way in like when they this when they realize that they could go to the relay and they go searching for Haru. Um Haru, uh, Makoto knew exactly what was going to happen, but he still let them search the house and call him call Haru on the phone and all that stuff but he knew he uh, noticed he didn't really participate in all that he just kind of sat off to the side and watched them and kind of smirked because he yeah. already knew what was going to happen <laughs> he was way ahead of them <laughs> so I'm like oh he know he's but he let them do what they felt they had to do so that's being a good friend too <laughs> And we'll see more in the second season as well of that. Of yeah. that. yeah, and he's got to be clever to be able to handle his uh, brother and sister. Because those two will wear you out. Yeah, they will. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a good big brother, too. Yeah, award for best big brother, I think, goes to Makoto. Mm -hmm. Oh, maybe we can, we can talk about if Rin is a be, be, better bro, big brother, but I wouldn't agree on this. <laughs> no. Different relationship, I think. The family is totally different. Um, yeah. yeah. Situation. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's not a chance that um, Rin can stand up against Makoto in this regard, I think. Mm -mm. No. No. Because be uh, between 
Nico and Rin, they're closer in age, so that relationship's a little bit different than yeah. Makoto and his brother and just the twins. I mean, I think I, I was like that with my brother. I like Rin and Go at that time mm. because we are mm, close, four years difference. And so we don't hang out really often because, yeah, <laughs> it's different <laughs> for for if you are female and male as brother and sister. Mm. It's different dynamic as brother and brother, I think. Yeah, yeah. or sister and sister, or if you have much younger sister siblings, I think. Yes. Yeah, yeah we can oh, maybe yeah. put in a sage rule, but we don't know his uh, siblings yet. So. Yes, siblings. <laughs> Right. Let's let's just discuss what? this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe after season three, I would say let's let's discuss this after season three, not after season two. <laughs> I can't wait for season two. This will be exhausting. I think. Yeah, it will be. Remember, I guess no, I don't think it's a season where we hear where Nagisa talks about his sisters. I guess that would maybe be a spoiler to know that he has sisters. That will be. One, I think. Well, wasn't he talking about something like his sisters? But blah, 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 blah. I don't know what it was. I don't. I think there's an episode in season two. Yeah. I think it's we season get two. Get much yeah. more. To yeah, to learn more about. That. Yeah, because well, if we if if we take a closer look at our main characters and their development, um, I mean, we we don't get much background for Nagisa and Ray. We get a lot for Haruka and for Rin and some a little bit of for Makoto, but Nagisa and Ray are more or less left out. Yeah, True. because Ray is also is also a sibling, so yeah. <laughs> but he's not big brother; he's the kid brother in this relationship. Yeah. True. <laughs> Haruka's the only only the only only child in this whole <laughs> franchise. He's a really only only child. He hasn't even mm. parents <laughs> be there. Yeah. <laughs> we we Poor don't kid. have the only one who has parents is Makoto in this. <laughs> Okay. It's Rin. <laughs> yeah, Rin has okay. Yeah, but Rin has only his mother left. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we don't get to see her, do we? No. No. Well, in, is... the, in later, but not in season one. Later in the franchise, yeah, we'll see more. I mean, of that. Makoto has the ideal family. You can picture picture perfect family. I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the others, it's a bit different. Yeah, Makoto is probably the more emotionally stable one than, than all of them. <laughs> Maybe that's why we have only got, like, got issues with the other two regarding this topic. <laughs> but it's nice that, that Makoto is, um, has so has, that we even see Makoto interacting with his siblings overall, I think. They are too cute. Yeah, they are. Yuani knows how to draw children for sure, <laughs> and how to characterize them. Yeah. We, uh, I was gonna say. So we have you guys. I can't remember if we have you guys seen any of the free free uh, uh, OBAs, the short little OBAs after season one. Someday, but not oh, they, yeah. recently. Yeah. Okay. Just wondering. <laughs> Because you get some insight in there as well. I think we will do an extra episode for this one. Or... Yeah. yeah, that would yeah, for all the OVAs. We could do have to, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think if you watch it all together, then it's more or less the same as one episode, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. We could do that. 
So I am looking forward to being able to uh, uh, start season two. And it's gotten me even more interested. Like I hadn't read the light novel, High Speed. Now I want to read that. I, I found it and I'm going to be reading that. So, so I can get even more into this thing. <laughs> we should also do an episode about this one. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> we could even do an episode on, I mean, like, it's like alternate, alternate lives. Like, you know, we all think, we all kind of know who's going to be like, you know, maybe an Olympic swimmer or a pro swimmer, but we don't really get a whole lot into what the others are going to end up doing. Um, and then season two, we're going to see some possible future um, occupations for some of them, you know? Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so that would be kind of, kind of, I don't know, kind of fun to, to talk about what we think is going to happen with them based on that. Um, I think it's kind of funny. I know there's been a lot of fan fiction written about it, for sure. Yeah, I mean, for <laughs> at least for Haruka's version, there's a complete alternative universe mm -hmm. at AO3 <laughs> revolving around this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's something maybe we can look forward to if we ever get, if we ever run out of ideas. No, we we won't. I guess it's just we we just run run out of time or out of uh, dates. We can. I know. Keep yeah, together. I know, right? <laughs> as long as we don't run out of hosts and everything's. <laughs> PH baby is going to be, you know, graduating from school and we'll still be talking about it. I don't hope so. I don't, I don't hope so. I hope uh, she will uh, some, someday be sitting next to me and we'll watch a uh, final oh, stroke together. Yeah. Oh, that would be, oh, that would be sweet. So going back to it, um, what was your favorite episode of the season? That's hard. That's really hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was nice to have the last episode where everything ends up and everything's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but I think my my favorite episode, looking back, is the one where they go shopping. <laughs> <laughs> so the the, the <laughs> yeah the fashion show because that was so funny. That was so funny, and we also get this uh, confrontation between Rin and Haruka, and, and uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a, it was a good it was a good episode. Mm -hmm. I, I think, think episode four of, um, mm. the, this episode was episode four. Yes, four. Yeah, that was four. Yeah, the fashion mm. show. I call it the fashion show show. <laughs> I think I really like the one that you know things that always kind of comes to mind is the um, when they go to the fest the shrimp the squid festival <laughs> um, yeah that was also funny <laughs> yeah i enjoyed that one a lot especially ray's little detective adventure um that always cracks me up hmm. um, episode 9 was that mm -hmm. yeah. and this that's the first episode when i really started to change my mind about rin and i thought mm, i think there's some something else going on i need to figure out what's going on with this guy this is you know he's going through something <laughs> that made me <laughs> interested trying to find out you know that made me kind of think more about about yeah. his character because before then i just thought he was being such an idiot but <laughs> i enjoyed that i mean only for that if ray i would favorite this would 
be a favorite episode of mine, but I think I would go with the next one of episode 10, where we get the backstory and them as his child, their children, and mm -hmm. them seeing them as interact with each other and being so joyful and having so much fun in the ready team. Yeah, that was that was it for me, I think. Episode 12 yeah, was too dramatic for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite. Yes. Um, it really yeah, it is. is. I mean, episode one was uh, really good too, I think, with, with the introduction of how and how he feels about swimming and the water and how we have the first scene with Rin entering them and seeing, um, seeing each other again and raising how mm -hmm. It was really cool too. <laughs> it's really hard, <laughs> I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, girls, I think my baby is crying somewhere. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I we'll have to say goodbye so dear listeners i'm taking care of phd baby um i've been francisca <laughs> you can find me on tumblr and twitter at phd mom and also on our discord server and i will leave the rest of this episode with music and stuff to my beloved co-hosts have a nice weekend and um see you see you next summer or next water time and i hope we don't have to take until next summer to get this season going <laughs> <laughs> bye girls oh, bye, bye. <laughs> sorry what <laughs> where oh, do you well. want to start with the music piece <laughs> yeah we can we can talk a, um, a, a little bit about that um, I just I I think you know like we've we've talked about this before and how um, I've always with any movie or TV show or any type of, you know, entertainment uh, piece like that, uh, to me, the music always enhances the experience. You know, if you have really good music, um, mm. it just makes it so much better. And it really can help you um, get into the right frame of mind. Like, like, like the music can help you get the feel of whatever that's the scene is, you know, based on what's being heard in the background, you know, if it's a sad scene or an exciting, you know, um, scene, the music will, will make it, you know, that much better. Mm -hmm. So I always pay attention to the music and I realize that out of all, out of all the animes I've, I've watched and I've watched a lot, this is one of the few where I can say that I truly enjoy the music and I think it really does um, make a difference in the way when you know when you watch it in the way that you feel in the way it makes you feel so um, I have you know all the music all the albums on my playlist I can't say that of all you know of other animes um, maybe Bleach I like some of the Bleach music uh, mm. quite a bit mm -hmm. but this one um, I just truly truly enjoy it and I think it really does add a lot to how the story is told um i don't know you know what you what your feelings are but that's okay, you know that's agree. why i like to talk about music you know <laughs> totally agree with this yeah mm -hmm. it's really something um if you had, don't have a good um, music it doesn't feel you don't feel that much i think it's mm -hmm. it's really uh, something more to it if the music is really good so yeah we have we are really glad that we have even the band joining them for the opening ending with all, all the old codex. <laughs> the, um, so 
the ending and the openings are also so good, I think. So Yes, they are. They're they're I mean, I just <laughs> I remember when I you know, I never forget when I first watched, you know, the very first episode and that first opening, that very first time I saw the opening, I was like, Wow, that's I don't I wasn't <laughs> expecting it. I wasn't expecting it. I thought yeah. it was excellent. And uh, then when you realize that Makoto is the actual lead singer of of that mm. group, mm. you know, then I started to admire that voice range. It's just amazing to me that he can, you know, do all that. It's um, so cool that they even joined in the ending with the style five, that all mm -hmm. five voice actors from the characters joining for the ending to sing the song. It's so cool and it sounds so good. I know yeah. it's very catchy. Both, yes. both at least I, I know at least for the first two seasons, um, you know the opening and ending credits are are amazing to me, and I can't believe how well they all sound together. It's really really neat. And that's you know after listening to the opening and the closing credits, that's what made me want to listen to more of the, pay attention to more of the actual music that's played, in between you know all the episodes and and they're all. Obviously, they they take the music seriously in this anime because mm -hmm. as we now start to watch the other seasons, we're going to see how much the music actually develops. Like Francesca said before, um, there's duets. Everybody gets their own theme song and they sing it themselves. And, you know, it just really has, it's, I can't, I can't even think of the word. I'm trying to say it's like they they've realized how important it is to for us to be able to identify with the characters how much their song and, and the music uh, is is very important. Yeah. So, so for just for the record, we should name the composer of the soundtrack yeah. <laughs> for for the most part of the free franchise music. Um, it's Tatsuya Kato, and yeah, so he joins. He has been the primary composer for the whole season yeah he, he does some work before yeah. he has done some other works but yeah that's just for the record i think <laughs> yep that's yeah i'm glad you said something because i was gonna um, say it's not just the popular opening credit and closing credit it's also no, no. the in between everything that you hear hmm. ties all the episodes together just, I just can't say enough about it. I think he's he did an excellent. I am uh, much appreciative of that. Do you want to start with a song, or what want you want to do? Do you want to go um like chronically with the host? Also, so we start with the first song or with the next, or would you like to? Yeah, that's probably easier. Um, yes. so that we cover them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say as they're because I I I know that in the soundtrack. They have them in the order that they're played, mm. you know, in the series. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the the first one that stands out, of course, is when Haru is talking about the water, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> yeah. um, it's like, like with the first note, you heard a song playing and it's mm -hmm. called A Boy in the Water and you can already feel like water is dripping down and... Like or I, like you are sitting in the bathtub or yeah. something like that, and the sound when, you playing. know, yeah. When when Harry starts talking and then the music starts playing, 
you get the feel that you are in the water with him or mm-hmm. you know that you're that you're swimming and and the, the the different sounds that surround you are like underwater sounds you know it's just really he really i don't know he must have been really inspired i don't know what <laughs> but to me it suits it it suits that opening so well um yeah and i think there's also a chord uh, um um joining in a little bit you hear some some voices mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. part i think and then there's this deep dive this deep piano notes that come in the middle part i think where you mm-hmm. feel like someone just joins in the water or, or, or has jumps and jump uh, just like yeah someone has mm-hmm. dived into the water and it, it's like in the scene in the first episode where you see rin swimming or diving into the water and yes in this right moment. Yeah. exactly <laughs> and then just start to ch- and, and chase and it, they start to combine. Ha, uh, sorry, my words. It's <laughs> okay. Can see, yeah. See, like um, how it gets competitive in this moment too, and the music picks picks a little bit up, but it's still really mm-hmm. more calm. I think. Right. More calm than other songs on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the the point when um, Rin jumps in. Because, you know, there's a lot in this anime. I it just, it just really, to me, you know, Rin was, was really, I was, what was kind of like a bit of a manipulator because I think when he first does that, he's testing Haru to see what Haru's going to do, mm. you know, and when Haru. Communication. They are underwater. They, they yeah. just talk about um, underwater without mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. he you was. I think he, he was missing him. Yeah, because Haru was just leisure taking a leisure little lap, and mm. as soon as Ren jumps in, all of a sudden Haru gets competitive, mm. and uh, that's that's when that second song comes in, um, and when things start kind of speeding up a little bit. Mm. Um, but yeah, I I just think it, it you know the music helps express a lot of the the feelings and the things that you should be feeling uh, as you watch the the episode but, um, yeah yeah i just i can't say enough about it i know i can't shut up about it but uh, <laughs> um, i mean the next song is called taste the satisfaction and yeah that's mm-hmm. what it is it's a uh, rin raising haru and then they at the end they are just like really uh, yeah, Dan is just really happy that he could raise Howe, I think, because mm-hmm. he lost to him, I think. And he's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, hey, how, it, how was the time? And I was just like, I don't care about times. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, he's um, like, I don't care about times, but yeah, but you were racing him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. It fits their child personalities, I think. That's it's really a joyful song and a little bit competitive. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It immediately picks up from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ne- the next song is actually one of my favorites. Um, so I it's heard. Called, yeah, rhythm of a of port town of a port town, um, mm. and that that's just that one just makes me happy to listen to. Um, and it's the one that they play when. Makoto is 
walking towards Haru's house to, you know, pick him up to take him to go to school together. And it's just like this happy little song that you would probably play as you walk along, you know, keeping up in step with the with the music. And I don't know, I just truly uh, enjoy the beat and the it's upbeat, it's cute, it's fun. And I could see, um, you know, it kind of, and it just like the, the title says, "Rhythm of a Port Town." It kind of gives you a little rhythm. background of where they live and yeah. what it's like, you know, um, and you 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 get the point that they live in, you know, in this little town by the water, the fishing. They show you the fishing boats and and everything, and as the music plays, you get all that. So that mm-hmm. that one's really cool, but <clears throat> excuse me. Problem. Yeah, I don't know. All the others are are good, but the next one that kind of really stands out to me, and it's in the first episode, is when Rin, when they introduce Rin. <laughs> it's, I think um, for me on the soundtrack list, it's uh, the song before that. It's the words that changed my life song. Oh, okay. Because it's so so romantic and so beautiful, I don't know, but uh, Aww. well, yeah. it's it sounds so nostalgic, and it just puts you back. Uh, also because uh, you've, you already see the cherry tree and them standing there, and it's really yeah. you get really a long feeling from it, and yeah, give you um, yes. feels, yeah, just you listening feel. to it. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. And it becomes the song that they play every time they have a little flashback or they're reminiscing. Mm. Um, you know, when you want to get into that 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 mood, you, you know. Yes, you have, that, you have uh, strings and piano playing together mm-hmm. and let's say more, it's like overall romantic and really uh, sometimes sends you a little bit crying. <laughs> yes, it's 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 kind of bittersweet. It's like it's, a bittersweet tune, yes. you know. It's like, oh, it's nice to remember, but at the same time, it kind of makes you a little sad, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it has that feel that, yeah, really nostalgic. Bittersweet. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it, but I, I again, I don't play it a lot because it because of the way that it makes you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know, so it's. it's <laughs> You can move on to the next song you will <laughs> talk about it. It's an introduction <laughs> song, Aggressive Groove. <laughs> and what that groove one... he has. I know, right? I was like, who is this guy? When, you know, it's like a, almost like a rap song, like a rap feel yeah, to it. Totally different to the all, uh, to all the other songs that have been on yes. the soundtrack before. It totally threw me off uh, when yes. they started playing it. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Maybe they wanted to um, sound supporting because Rin was in Australia. So they thought, yeah, we have to put it a little bit different to the, all the other songs because uh, he mm-hmm. was away. So, yeah. So Definitely. maybe that's why it sounds so different. So um, I would say American a little bit. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Right, right. Like here comes the, the guy who who was living out, out of Japan all this time, mm-hmm. you know, coming back in here. And and, yes. and the title is, is perfect, Aggressive Groove. I mean, like, Rin is aggressive. I mean, he really is being not yes. very nice, so. I mean, he to- he goes like, Oi, Haru, how are you doing? Why are you still 
Do you want to race? Yes, go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because it kind of, it's like, I, and it, this makes me always remember Rin's first words. I mean, you know, when he's first introduced, he's just like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo. It's like, oh, come on. <laughs> You're being so urban, you know, just so out, just, you know, <laughs> whatever. Everyone else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you need to just chill my friend <laughs> but I yeah i kind of like really that cool song. you can totally work out to it mm -hmm. yeah right <laughs> oh my goodness um mm. yeah so that a lot of these you you meet you're gonna recognize because they they play them all through the seasons you know um, mm. depending on the situation like like the next one, diving and um, and, spray. and spray is when they're when when they're racing, you know. Mm -hmm. This this yes. you know what are this again? It's kind of like an aggressive you know uh, race, like this mm -hmm. this uh, competition type makes you think of competition. Um, yeah, you get all you can can already feel it when if you just the first second is like challenging, <laughs> competitive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cool. And even yeah. the next song, it's like a really uh, another Rin song, I would say. Not because <laughs> you see Rin in the scene, but because uh, Go, it, um, the song plays, um, plays when Ro Rin, uh, Go runs out to the other guys and tells them that um, Rin joined the relay team and they are all, what, what, what <laughs> happened? Yes. And uh, just a few seconds ago, he said that he would never swim with them again. And now he's back. And that's the call. Uh, the song is called Sparks Crackled. And yeah, mm -hmm. it's played. And then you see House mm. Face like, what is <laughs> happening? Mm -hmm. And doesn't it also play in the, I think it's the first episode at the very end? When Rin and Haru at our yes, at our standoff, yes, yes, of yeah. course, yes. It's the mm -hmm. first episode and the last scene where I had a standoff, mm -hmm. like a Mexican yep. standoff. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like two cowboys facing yeah. each other, you know. And yeah. and and again, it's very aggressive. It's a very mm. deep, uh, strong bass sound, and just yeah, it depicts the scene perfectly. I think. Oh, and the next one. Oh, the next one. Oh, it's also very nostalgic. Oh man, that one gets to me every time. I mean, it's called great nostalgia. Great nostalgia. Right? Oh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is another one that's just you know gets you into your feels immediately. Um, mm. be mainly because it's played during all the very very sensitive, very sweet scenes. Hmm. The big emotional scenes. You know. These songs are not very long. They're only a couple of minutes long, really, when you mm -hmm. go to the soundtrack. But you don't forget them. I mean, you just can't. Do you have other notes? I've, I have for the um, for the track "Painful Incident." I have one because that's the, the of course the song that plays when as Rin has his nightmare about his yeah. dad. Only right. uh, as it talks about the statue, I I think that's when the song plays. I think. I True. Remember. Right. Yes, and then he goes back, and the song plays, and it's like, oof, oof. <laughs> this yeah. sounds so sad, and 
can really feel how it drifts her heart out a little bit. That is Ray. So. <laughs> I always think of Ray. I always, I, every time the song plays that, yeah, I get that picture of Ray jumping on the starting block with his brand new swimsuit ready to go, you know. Yes, it's a training montage scene for Ray, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like how the guys are all trying to let him make him swim and the song plays and yeah, it <laughs> always ends in disaster at the end. Yes. The song Night Sky and Ever and Everblue is also really cool because it's like the last race, I think, where it's like empowering and you feel like the moment everyone comes together for this last rally to yeah to swim. And That's true. It's really it cool. kind of makes me think of like a graduation song, you know? Yeah, that's when true. When somebody reaches a goal and, mm. and they're about to move forward into a new, you know, into something new and mm. like a graduation that kind of thing. It just makes me think of that. Yeah. Um, so it's like say goodbye and now to new beginnings. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Perfectly said. That's exactly it. And there's a song, there is one other song um, mm. that I really like. It's called Welcome to the World of Free. And it was played during the very first promotional video for free. <laughs> the very first promotional video that was, you know, before it was Pretty going to be released. And um, was it that? No, it wasn't the one. I, I mean, it must have been the second one then. Because the very first video, the very first promotional video um, was, was a real heavy kind of song. This one is more of a dance song. I don't know if uh, it's called Welcome to the World of Free. I think and... I don't, don't remember it now. <laughs> but yeah. Um... So. I remember the promotional video where they uh, just with the time stopper and the water balls and everyone just ended up at the pool side. Mm -hmm. That I remember, but don't know the other. Yeah, thing. that's yeah, that's a different one. This oh, uh, the right. one I'm thinking of is um, ah okay there's a song here <laughs> YouTube uh, that one I I enjoy I like that. ah I remember this I heard it before yeah but yeah. it doesn't make the connection to any of the show so yeah nice mm -hmm. to hear. I think it's the really the only I'm sorry go ahead. it's really dancey it's really like... yes right it's more of a dance song very move you know uh dance floor club kind of thing uh that's what makes me think of um and i do remember they play it when they are um on their way to their first meet and they're all riding on the buses and mm -hmm. they they alternate between showing the iwatobi group on the bus and rin on the bus and they're all heading towards that first and, and meet Nagisa feeding everyone sweets and um ray gets knocked out because of it <laughs> because he has to <laughs> eat too many sweets <laughs> <laughs> yes that was the scene yes i remember yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> oh, old, good old days <laughs> yeah until we get to season two and there's some new ones that they'll be introducing. I mean, that aside, the opening and ending songs are, are, of course, my favorites too, because they are so amazing. <laughs> and 
I mean, the camel and the ending, it's like, what? It's happening? Why is the camel and why is the desert? <laughs> and who are we even? What is this? <laughs> what is the Arabian setting? <laughs> what is, what are they doing? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I remember listening to the song the first time and I thought, oh, that's really catchy. I, I like that. And I always look for the artist and, and I saw um, Style 5, right? Mm -hmm. Style 5, yeah. I thought, who's that? And then I did a little Google search and I was like, oh my gosh, it's them. <laughs> so the guy's singing. Yeah. Um, it really makes you connect with the song because you heard the voices all the time and now you heard it in the ending too. It's like a good connection and yeah. You can really feel it. <laughs> yeah, it made me like the show even more. I mean, yeah. I was like, this is so great. And they sound great together, too. Yeah. So if they, you know, if they don't make it in swimming, they could go into singing. <laughs> they are a good team, at least, I can say. <laughs> it's so cool, yeah. So, any final thoughts, Yvette, you want to talk about? Oh, no, I'm just, um, I'm very glad that I was able to um, do this with you guys. I uh, never thought I would be doing something like this in my life, <laughs> but um, I was very encouraged by um, Francesca and um, she was, you know, she's was really the catalyst, you know, for, for this. And I'm very grateful because I've had a really good time and um, I'm looking forward to being able to, you know, do some more podcasts with you guys um, and cover the other seasons and even the movies if we get to that point. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I'm very glad, and it's brought me back, you know, even become even more interested in free and learn even more about it. So yeah, it's been a good thing. Summarized perfectly. I can't add any more. It's like, I'm really glad I joined you guys, even if it was half in the season in. So I'm just like Ray in this regard. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that, late. it wasn't that, I think it was the third episode, wasn't it? I mean, our third podcast. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was the sixth episode. I don't know. Oh, I think. It was okay. the season, of, of course, because I don't I have. Yeah, maybe I was a guest before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you were there before, you know, you, you became the per, uh, permanent with, with us. Um, so what is my goal to be a host, of course? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah. not as straightforward as Rin in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, looking forward to season two, which is yeah. my favorite, so. So, Yvette, then we came back to the end of the episode. So, how can people find you online? <laughs> uh, they can find me uh, on Tumblr, um, Yvette, Yvette, 000. Uh, they, um, let me see. I only podcast, you know, the, the I only podcast free um, um, email. And we, we're also on Tumblr. Yeah. Um, I really, it's kind of sad. I don't really have a lot of social media um that i do but um and right. you, you know I... it's always a lot of work if you want to do it so i get it yeah. that everyone is that engaged in it it's all right 
So yeah, for me, um, you can find me under at next cookie. And I also been responsible now for the um, free Eva Toby podcast. <laughs> um, <Woo -hoo>. <laughs> Twitter channel. So yeah, you can find us there and we are welcome to talk about free there. <laughs> yes. So thank yes. you guys. Until next time, until next summer. Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully. No, right? <laughs> Next water time. <laughs> water time. Bye bye. Bye.